was so weak. Mine was so loud. Hello, 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 hello. So yours was really loud? Yeah, it was very loud. <laughs> <laughs> hello, 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 hello. Hi everyone, welcome to Injected Podcast where we are injecting positive vibes into all of our lives. I'm Alexandra. I'm Diana. Welcome everyone. Hey, how are you? How is everyone this week? Um, I'm all right. I, f- I honestly feel like this weather though is just ruining my life. <laughs> or not the weather. The, like, why is it getting dark so early? I don't ever remember it getting it's, dark at half three. Yeah. Like, it's, it's ruining really me. It's really not nice. Yeah, because I close my curtains at like half three. Yeah, it's, it's really... Like, destroy it it's, it's hurting dis- my soul <laughs> yeah but the weather's not too bad like although mm. it's just gray just just all times a day is just gray just i'd prefer all times a day gray than rain yeah yeah i agree but it's just like because <sighs> gray and rain just makes you feel miserable like it's just like do I have mm. to get out of bed for this bullshit again? Mm. But um, at least with, you know, at least with, whatchamacallit. Oh, sorry, I'm yawning. <laughs> so sorry. That's um, my mood. I'm yawning like I've been doing so much today. I've literally yeah. done nothing. Bare minimum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I do feel like everyone I talk to is so unmotivated right now, though. It's like, we've got... Yeah. How many more months of this darkness? It's definitely like it's definitely sad girl season. And I just feel like it's we've got two weeks until December. Like I just can't be bothered. <laughs> anyway, yeah, how's everyone doing? <laughs> Too grey. <laughs> just yeah, sad girl season has arrived. I'm I'm ready to. I'm ready for summer. <laughs> oh gosh, literally, just bring us back the summer. I just, I just, yeah. Mm. Mm. Global warming aside, like you know, summer all the time, please. Or at least, like, I don't even mind. Like, I don't mind. I quite like the autumn, but I like sunny autumn days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, same. Like blue sky, like a bit of sun, but yeah. like not burning sun. But the sun's still there. Yeah, but can it and can it get like can it get dark at six or seven mm. instead of at three or four? Because that three or four darkness is just not it. And the fact we don't see light until seven a.m. ain't it? I thought no. like it's just not cute. It does make sense. I feel like isn't our country the only one that like faffs around like this? Be like change our clocks all the time. Well, it's our country that only changes the clocks. Yeah, I've heard. Well, obviously, and um, Portugal, I think. Because they're on the same time time zone yeah. as us, but oh, um, like crap. I'm not sh- like, but but the reason why we used to do it because imagine if we didn't change the clocks back, and we stayed in British summertime, like we mm. we it it would be dark until eight a.m. I wouldn't mind that. No, I'm still I in think bed. that's worse. <laughs> no, because I used to fight. Well, you're still in bed now that you're working from home all the time, crew. <laughs> but it's like. But I struggle to get up, like, with it still, with it only just getting light at seven, I struggle to get up. Is mm. like, and as well, when it used to be me trying to get to work, and it used to, it used to stay dark until 8 a.m. as it was anyway. Mm. And I'd be going to work in the dark, and it's just like, oh, it's awful. I have to get up, 
walk to this train station in the dark, be on the train. Then um, then it's getting light. It used to get light when by the time I was walking to work. But then when I'm going home to walk walk back to the train station home, it's dark. And it was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. in the darkness all the time. Like I don't like that. Yeah, I couldn't stand it if it stayed dark till 8 a.m. Mm. Like I need, it, the light helps me wake up. I like it when it used, when it usually gets light at 6 a.m. because at least I'll get up and I feel like I'm a morning person. Now it's just like, it's such a struggle mm. for me to get out of bed. Yeah, I feel you. Um, should we I jump should probably into... get one of those seasonal lamps. What's those a seasonal lights. lamp? You know those lights? They're like these little kind of um, alarm clock lights, and oh, it does yeah, this. And yeah. it does the sun, the sunlight, mm. the gradual sunlight to help you wake up naturally. Yeah. And it helps. It helps with um, like seasonal dis- depression. Mhm. I've got one of them, but it's like it's not. It doesn't like graduate like that it's literally you turn it on and it's so bright but i feel like it works oh, no. i've had it for a few years now and like say if yeah i'm just in my bedroom but it's dark outside and the curtains are open still mm-hmm. like i put it on and you know i don't i don't know if it actually fixes anything but it's it's cute <laughs> yeah <laughs> but if nice. you have to turn it on then that's not doing it is it it's meant to just do it by itself oh is it Mm. so it wakes you up so instead of the sound playing as an alarm clock this light it slowly gradually gets brighter so it's like you're waking up with natural sunlight mm. okay maybe maybe that that's a shout getting one of them then yeah. um, right should we get into topics go ahead sure what are we okay. talking about so to start with something that I saw actually on YouTube so um, Ahmed Arbery you may have heard his name before he um, trigger warning um, he was a black guy that got shot in February uh, 2020 and um, he got shot by three white men um, and he was jogging and um, yeah it's kind of classed as like a modern day lynching that's what um the lawyers yeah. of his family is saying but um basically his trial is on at the moment and one of the um defense attorneys has said something that is just so disgusting he said that basically no um they should limit the amount of black pastors that are in the courtroom because um they're basically influencing the public and he's basically playing the oh don't bring politics into this case um but i'll, I'll play you yeah, a clip like- now when this case is a, is basically a modern day lynching how do we not yeah. especially when being black is politicised by itself how is it not political yeah. and we don't politicise it ourselves it's, it's not our fault everything we do is seen as a political move like we, we didn't it's bring it on ourselves it's seen as a move just because we're black and because white supremacy is a political thing like sorry fucking hell mm. but um, yeah I'll play you what he basically said in um, at the trial and I have nothing personally against Mr. Sharp. My concern is that it's one thing for the family to be present. It's another thing to ask for the lawyers to be present. But if we're going to start a precedent starting yesterday, we're going to bring high-profile members of the African-American community into the courtroom to sit with the family during the trial in the presence of the jury. I believe that's intimidating, and it's an attempt to pressure could be consciously or unconsciously an attempt to to pressure or influence the jury. Obviously, there's only so many pastors they can have. 
And if that, their pastor's Al Sharpton right now, that's fine. But then that's it. We don't want any more black pastors coming in here or other Jesse Jackson, whoever was in, mm-hmm. was in here earlier this week, sitting with the victim's family trying to influence a jury in this case. But I think the court can understand my concern uh, about bringing people in who really don't have any ties to this case other than political interests. Uh, and we want to keep politics out of this case. Well, I will tell you that I noticed him once and that was it. And the fact that nobody else even noticed that he was in here means that everybody complied with this court's rulings on sitting in this courtroom and listening to the evidence. I don't hear a motion, and I will tell you this, I'm not going to blanketly exclude members of the public from this courtroom. Yeah, so that last bit was the judge mm. basically saying, shut the fuck up. Um, but yeah. it's just crazy what people can get away with like, saying. This is the thing. How? Why is it now that because there's people in the public who are black and because they're a pastor, that means they're going to intimidate the, the jury? Why is that? Why is being mm-hmm. black and being a pastor intimidating to yeah, a jury? Yeah. That don't make no sense, especially if um, the trial is actually open for the general public to be mm, able to go is. and watch. Yeah. At the end of the day, black people are going to watch because, unfortunately, if this is looked at as a modern lynching, black people are going to watch and make sure they want to see that there's justice actually being served. So mm-hmm. what do you yeah. expect? Like, this exactly. is bullshit. And just, I get that lawyers on the defence side have to do certain things, but when you start just saying comments like that, like that's clearly a racist comment. Yeah, like you you should be fucking kicked out. Like you're racist and you've clearly just stated that you're racist because you're intimidated that there are black people in the room. It's just crazy. And Mm. his point was basically there should only be one black pastor in the room and he should... I think he's a guy, he should um, have, like, associations with the family and everyone else shouldn't be in there. It's like, you're actually fucked. Yeah, but if and the public are allowed to go in there, just, yeah. like, them being a pastor has it does nothing to do with anything. Exactly. Like, why does their job come into, into um, consideration? Like, no one else is considering anyone else's occupation. Like, what, they're yeah. going to start um, moderating that they only have, like, one chef one bus driver one you know one accountant too many of us are intimidating like there can't be more than one of us in a room (laughs) especially not a pastor no they're the worst (laughs) literally preaching about God and that to the Mm. black people Ah. no way no way we can't be having it nah that's just mad that's crazy Mm. it is mad Um, it is that's all I've got on that but I just thought it's worth sharing because I haven't really seen many people talking about it and it's mad like it's crazy that those words come out of his mouth like it's crazy yeah it not is shocking mad. but crazy like um sorry I just want to quickly edit order this list quickly um but anyway yeah so the NHS Mm. and care workers so this is kind of news from last week and stuff but Mm -hmm. um the government were given a time limit on kind of when NHS workers and care workers all need to be double vaccinated by which and like being in a state of where like they have to be forced to get vaccinated like you have to be vaccinated 
or there's talks of maybe people losing their jobs mm. or them not being able to work, which I just think the government aren't really in the position to be threatening people with losing their jobs in a sector where they are very stretched as it is and people mm-hmm. are leaving this sector all the time because of how stressful and because of how overworked and because of how not worth it the money is to be working in these sectors. So. I think it's very cheeky of the government to be saying about how they're going to be forcing people to get vaccinated because by a certain time, because it's like, I think people should, like, like obviously, like, we're not kind of against people who don't want to get vaccinated. If they want mm. to, if, if people choose and they have their reasons for why they don't want to be vaccinated, that's fine. That is okay. How And I don't think... And this is the reason why a lot of people who are anti-vax have been have been shouting about it because they feel like with how people are talking about getting vaccinated, it feels like there isn't a choice there. Mm-hmm. And now the government wants to take away that element of choice from people who work in the NHS and work in care. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. like if people don't want to get it because of whatever reason they should be allowed to have that choice not to get it if they don't want it they should be allowed not to get it if they don't want to and i don't think it's fair that now the people who you guys were shouting shouting are are frontline frontline workers like we're in a (laughs) fucking war zone about Oh, let's clap for the frontline workers just like no what do you know what that clapping bullshit was that clapping once a week bullshit it was like how we and like okay I don't mean to be offensive or anything but it's like how we're always doing two minute silences on poppy day it's like the same thing do you know what I mean what does it do Mm. like I I understand about paying your respects okay like when you pay respect for lives that have been lost okay you have a silence yeah but then it's like but it's like the same what, what was clapping doing do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. And like we can clap all, all we want and like do our two minute silences, but that doesn't take away from the fact that like British men were, were forced to go to war. And exactly. Like, children, like 16 year olds, were forced. Like it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't like aid the problem that took place. And that's back the thing. Then. And we don't, we don't even talk about that as well. Mm. Like how people were forced to go to war. Yeah. Like yeah. people were forced to do that. If people, if um, any men, like in World War Two, if any men refused to go to war, they were looked down upon. They were told that they were cowards. They were told that mm. this, all of all of this is in because of the pride of this stupid country, mm-hmm. you know. And it's like, whereas everyone should have their right. If they don't want to do something, they shouldn't have to. They shouldn't be forced to. Whereas we're really talking about the NHS and care workers. Like, there's no choice. Like they have no choice. Mm. Like they are going to war. Like they don't have no choice but to go to war because they're our frontline workers. They're the ones saving lives and risking their own lives. They shouldn't be risking their own lives in the first place. <laughs> so now your answer, when you guys didn't want to give them PPE, their answer to now, two years later, shouldn't be you, you must get the vaccine or you're gonna lose your job. Excuse me, who did not want to give them PPE? Mm. Who went yeah. and had like were putting their friends companies up for PPE and the PPE wasn't even regulated Matt Hancock like who was that was Matt Hancock yeah it was yeah yeah like who like 
Like, the government has got away with enough as it is. I just, like, leave mm. them alone. It's been two years. This COVID yeah. has been here for this two years. If people don't want to get the vaccine because they've lived without having the vaccine for these two years, then let them. Like, why, like, yeah, this, yeah. this bullshit of we're giving you a time limit or you're going to lose your job. Excuse me, look, these care workers, like, I'm sorry, their skills for a lot of them could be better used elsewhere because I'm sorry, you guys don't give a shit. You guys aren't paying them enough mm. for this bullshit. Like, like, and know what? You might, like, it might be today you'll be about, oh yeah, you'll lose your jobs and all of this. But like, and that for a lot of, for a lot of people, that might be a blessing for them. Because then it will give them the chance to actually do something where they can make more money and they can just do something else. And do you know what I mean? Yeah, Follow their yeah. passion, finally. I think but it's like, just wild, though, that, like, they've been working this whole time. And have yeah. they got any, like, bonuses or any, any like, actually... No, a se- uh, isn't it incentives one P from, pay rise? Yeah, like, I, I really... <laughs> we we just take them for granted so much. Like, yeah, it's crazy literally. how much we take um, the NHS for granted and all the people that work for them. And I watched a YouTube mm. video actually recently of um, a woman talking about um, her, like, ward in a hospital and, like, she was talking about the hate and the violence that they have to deal with on a day-to-day, like... They get hateful mm. comments all the time because people are agitated because there's not enough hospital beds. And this is in like A and E, I think. There's not enough beds to like go around. So they're sending people home and people coming back angry. Like there's not enough beds. So people are in pain in waiting rooms. And it's it's not the staff's fault, but people take out their anger on members of staff. And it's just so sad because these people are really trying their best to give yeah. everyone the care that they need. And they have to like unfortunately they have to triage and prioritise certain people not everyone like if you go in with a broken arm you're going to be treated a bit differently to how if if you have like a fucking if you're in in the middle of having a stroke like you there, there's different levels to it so not everyone is going to get the care that they feel like they need and staff are getting abused on a day-to-day and it's just like our country is a fucking mess we can't be out clapping and then screaming at nhs workers for not you know treating us well because it, it's not them like it's it really a, a, a lot of the time it's not them i get there's there's issues that occur for instance we know about like the black women dying during childbirth mm-hmm. like there's there's things that definitely need to change and um that's at like a staff level but then we need to look beyond that at, like where the government are putting their money and they're not putting enough money into health service and this is what's yeah. happening like it's just fucked it is it is it's just like <sighs> I just, I just don't know. It's like the way the government is moving is, I, I don't understand how they can be given. They're not the government aren't in a position to be given ultimatums. Like, yeah, not. like right now, that's what I think. It's like it is cheeky. There's, there's like what not you said enough earlier. people who work there. Yeah, yeah. like you the can't cheek. be serious. <laughs> like you're, you're not in the position to be giving ultimatums to your frontline workers. You know, mm. you keep using these wartime analogies. You do not like. Like, yeah. you, how, why are you repaying your frontline workers like this? Do you know? Like, it's sad. And, and I'm sorry, like, if people want to choose that they don't want to get the vaccine, that is their choice. They shouldn't have to, they shouldn't be forced to get it. And I heard, oh, I heard something, um, I was in a taxi mm. and he had LVC on. Oh, oh fuck oh, them. They were, they were looking, them. they mentioned something, but I haven't heard this on the news, but mm. it said something about, um, 
doing forced lockdowns for people who aren't vaccinated. And I was like, yeah. how, how the fuck is that going to work? Countries are doing that. Um, <laughs> Austria is currently doing that. Like people who aren't vaccinated are, are stuck in their homes. <laughs> like, what? But how does that make any sense? Because people uh, who are vaccinated are getting COVID too. Like, what do you yeah. mean? I, like, it's a punishment. I know, I know a lot of people who are double vaccinated who have caught COVID. Mm. It's definitely a punishment. It's it's like you haven't got the the vaccine, so we're going to punish you until you get it, until you cave in. It's ridiculous. In. <laughs> like, that's the thing. I know at least three people, three people who have been double vaccinated and they've caught COVID. Mm. So like, I don't understand these these partial lockdowns yeah. you can't do that like because this is like you can't this is the thing this is what the whole cause with, with who was it who was testing his eyesight Dominic Cummins like you can't yeah. have <laughs> <laughs> you can't have one rule ha- have some rules for some people and rules for other people everyone just has the same rules if look if cases are right and this is the thing because they're not telling us in the UK that cases are rising mm. I, I just saw something this was on the shade bar though but I saw that apparently our cases have been have been lower for mm. 18 consecutive days yeah than f- and decreasing like from the February lockdown now mm. that's what I've heard but then I'm hearing from other people that flights are getting cancelled to London because of the COVID cases that we have so it's like what what is going on do we Maybe have too many COVID to <laughs> yeah do we have too many COVID cases what what is happening because mm. like and know what Boris like if you're going to be talking about temporary like um, lockdowns for certain people just put a lockdown on everyone like mm. I don't I don't want to be seeing no oh lockdown for you have to be locked down because you didn't want to get your vaccine that's bullshit I don't want to be hearing mm-hmm. none of that if people don't want to get vaccinated people don't want to get vaccinated I understand with like the travel kind of like restrictions fair yeah. enough I think that's I think that's like very fair I do as well and I personally went and got my vaccine just so I could travel. Mm-hmm. That was literally that's the only reason. Well, probably not the only reason. Like, but like that was one of the main reasons why I went and went running to go get a vaccine before I was mm. even invited. So like, I just it's just bullshit. I know, <laughs> it's bullshit. I know. It's not right. Um, that it's not. Country. It's not like, and just don't be taking away people's free will. People want, don't want to get vaccinated for something, mm-hmm. and like I, I feel like there are the argument of okay, this hasn't been out that long is very plausible. It hasn't been out that long. Like, no, what? Yeah, it has. The vaccine hasn't been out that long, so yeah. like, why? I, I, I think that's a plausible argument if that, that they want to have that that they want to have, and as well, and I and I feel like people should be. Because as well, like, I was even discussing this with you, like, the other week, that, like, Mm. there's some people who are privileged in the fact that they can choose not to get vaccinated. And it's in the sense of, like, some people have been able to just work at home this whole time and are still working Mm -hmm. from home. And... um, and like they a lot of there's people who have the privilege to choose not to get vaccinated but then there's people Mm. who aren't privileged who can't who didn't who didn't really like when it came to kind of thinking about oh 
what what should I do with getting this vaccine? Well, if I'm getting public transport all the time, know what? I'd rather be vaccinated because I'm actually working in a public in a public sector mm-hmm. and like while yeah they're offering it to key like key workers and the elderly first they want to open all of these they want to open restaurants they want to open museums they want to open all these places all these hospitality places but we weren't seen as key workers to go get our vaccine our vaccines but Mm. we had to be but we don't have a choice to not return to work even teachers and, and that kind of thing teachers there you go even teachers yeah. teachers should have been no but teachers were offered to get it they weren't um at the top of the priority list though the, yeah but they were allowed if you said that you were a teacher you could get it because i know my friend she went and got it because she was a teacher so mm. teachers were classed as key workers but i, but I, that, I, I that don't might think not, they were that information might not though. have been because yeah I, but my, they were offered they got the letters straight away but it's like it might not have been um as um the, the information probably wasn't out there that all that mm. all, loads of people knew that as a teacher you could just walk in and say you were a teacher yeah yeah that that wasn't out there I, yeah I don't remember so that, that information that. see even that information wasn't circulated properly because like so i had a friend who she just walked in and went and got her vaccine because she was a teacher mm. and um yeah but like i don't think not everyone would have known about that yeah um yeah and that's the thing everything's been misleading I don't know this government is a shambles even like was it last week we were talking about austerity deaths being yeah. up was it deaths Recent, or um, uh, deaths linking to austerity have increased yeah and I just but what what I'm kind of scared about is that you know like even how this government were voted in mm. I'm just kind of worried that like They'll get voted in again because people don't even realise. I think our country never learns lessons, so something no. bad will happen. No, and it's like what I said. We mm. like to suffer. We like suffering. <laughs> we like to have something to complain about. We do. We, we love to feel <laughs> we like love we're the victims. We love to have something to complain about. This is the thing, and it's the same with like with. There's a reason why we don't get good weather in Britain because we love complaining about the weather. Mm. We love it. There's a reason why we don't win sports competitions. Because we don't deserve yeah. to win sports competitions. <laughs> because you lot are racist, so why should the black people be winning any competitions for you? Like, yeah. <laughs> can't do everything. Uh, literally, just carrying you all, which leads us on nicely, actually. Does that lead us mm. on to that? I changed it to that, didn't I? Yeah. Yes, leads us on nicely. Marcus Rashford, you know, our king of feeding the children, mm. <laughs> because the government can't. <laughs> Okay, uh, context for anyone um, who doesn't know who Marcus Rashford is. Marcus Rashford is a, is a British football player and he was, like, we've spoken about him a lot, um, mm. black British football player and he has, he has, was feeding the children during the pandemic. He was like mm. to, Bor- to Boris Johnson, look, the kids need feeding during the pandemic because I know a lot of households, like if you if you if if kids aren't going to school and not getting their free school meals, then a lot of households can't afford to be mm. you know feeding their kids because a lot of people are living in po- poverty in this UK, and um, we know that you lot in this government like to pretend that um, that that there aren't people who can't who can't feed who like mm. can't eat you guys like to pretend that there aren't poor people 
in the UK, that's why you like don't even acknowledge that there's like so many homeless people in the UK. But like, just and this is just like there's a lot of people who um there's 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 the homeless people who you don't even see because they're couch surfing, they're mm. you know, and all of this stuff like. Yeah, there's a lot of this and you lot like to pretend like it ain't happening. So Marcus Rashford was like, look, Boris, you need to be feeding these kids. Um, please feed the kids somehow. Then they then they thought they'd give them five slices of bread and um, some, a half a tomato. I don't know what actually happened though, because they, they ignored it. Well, no, it went to parliament no. and then they all voted against it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we covered we covered this all in our later episodes. We we'll have to listen back to find out. I think. Yeah, I forgot what happened, but somehow because they did get a little bit of food. They got they got, they got some a crumbs. bit of food. No, they got some food vouchers mm. this time because at first they didn't. Basically, what it was is that first they didn't want to give them the food vouchers. They wanted to buy the food for yeah. them and tell them yeah. how they should be feeding their kids. And then obviously everyone was just like, "What well, the fuck is this? I would have bought better better quality food than this bullshit." Mm with my food with my 20 pound food voucher and then then they had to go and give do a do a u-turn they love mm. doing u-turns they love it it's their favorite it's their favorite um driving maneuver but they had to go and do <laughs> they had to go do a u-turn and give them back the food vouchers um <laughs> Yeah, so Marcus, our, our king of feeding the children, mm. Marcus Rashford, is receiving an MBE. Um, that's that's all I know. Um, do you have any more information? <laughs> he's he's received his MBE. Oh, he's received his. Yeah, oh, he's received yeah. his MBE. He is now a member of yeah. British Excellence. No, that's not what it stands mm. for. <laughs> it um, stands for a member of the British Empire. Yeah. Anyway, so- carry on. I love this guy. I actually love him. Um, but this obviously raises the question, should we? Should MBE still actually be an award, a like a, a notorious award that's given out to... Um, apparently, right, so it's the third highest ranking order of British Empire Awards. Um, and it's one of the highest um, mm-hmm. rewards that people can get in this country. Um so is so, this after? So it's after OBE and after being knighted. Yeah, yeah. Is it OBE when you get knighted, or is that different, hmm. separate? Honestly, Should I look it up quick. I don't know, and I probably will never get there. OBE. Uh. There's not many OBEs, but there's quite a lot of MBEs. Like you go on LinkedIn, and a lot of people with MBEs come up. Yeah, the the all the all the all MBEs. Why did mm. I spell knighted as if like? Like without the C, without the K. Oh. I mean, <laughs> okay. Oh, what is this website? Ew. This is it's horrible. probably like a right-wing um, website. Okay, That's so it. it's G, it's GBE, KBE, or DBE, which is knight or dame. Then mm. CBE is commander of the most excellent order. OBE is officer of the most excellent order. And MB is a is a member of the most excellent order of the British Empire. All mm. of it of the British Empire. Sorry, I skipped past that last bit of the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, okay, so uh, basically, so the MBE mm. is the is the lowest one. Then OBE, then CBE. So I don't I've never seen any CBEs. 
I'm and then saying. it's GBE, KBE, or DBE, which I, which I think they probably don't use those letters. They probably just call them sir or knight, sir, sir mm. or dame. Yeah, there's quite a lot of MPs that are like sirs and dames. Um, not so yeah. many though. Like I feel like I I don't know. They're not, they're not as popular, are they? Well, they're obviously not as um, attainable as the others. But well, um, not saying that an MBE is attainable either because you've got to be. Um, you have to you have to be waves. feeding the kids. Yeah, you've got to be doing big things to to get an yeah. MBE. But so um, David Beckham's got an OBE. Did he for what? You see quite a few OBE, OBEs probably for football. He does charity work actually, doesn't he? Maybe JK that's why. Rowling has got an OBE. No, but like a lot of a lot of the OBEs and stuff like that is like for stuff that they do in their normal day to day life. That's so odd. So it's like because it's um, like you know you like know, when music Hollywood's... like John Lennon. John Lennon was offered an MBE or OBE and he turned it down. It reminds me of like the Hollywood stars though. <laughs> it doesn't seem like, I don't know, it just seems a bit, it seems a bit strange. Yeah, but, but it, it's basically just like, just to show their kind of excellence within their fields with what they're doing. Like, mm. you, like you don't, like you can get, you get OBEs and stuff like that for just the stuff you're doing within, like within your field of work like just yeah. that you're just been doing excellent in what you're doing you know um david beckham when he got his do you know there's that picture of him with a do-rag <laughs> with prince charles <laughs> no surely that oh wasn't when gosh. he got his, his obe <laughs> have you Is not it? seen it the picture no i haven't oh my god it i haven't go and look it up ed right sheeran now everyone listening MBE, go look sorry. it up ed sheeran Adele has an mbe yeah well and they all accepted it interesting boy yeah they okay. wouldn't announce that they have it but it's like we'll get on to people who, who reject it like um, like George George the Poet I think yeah. he got offered an MBE and he um, turned it down same with Skepta so it's like when, when you yeah yeah so when you just get mm. to a certain level like you'll be offered them like people will put you forward for them but you can say no you can say no and then if you say yeah. no it's not announced like you, you yeah. have to announce it yourself yeah, yeah. Basically, and then people will won't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, obviously, people say no, and there's like controversy controversy around this because of the atrocities that the British Empire have caused um, throughout history. So they've caused famines, massacres, or oh, trigger warning, obviously. Um, uh, they've promoted the use of concentration camps and. Um, mm basically encourage systems that are built on racial in inequality British, and class inequality as in the british empire has yeah the british empire yeah. um like concentration camps that honestly when when i started reading up about like concentration camps that they like created in kenya like not even that long ago i think in the 60s honestly i was like what the fuck like the way that we just brush over stuff in our history lessons at school mm. we never learn any of this like it's mental mm -hmm. Because um, this is the thing, because they love to just demonise kind of, obviously because it's disgusting, but they love yeah. demonising like Auschwitz in World War Two and all of that. Mm. But then they were doing this. They yeah. were doing. They were doing this in recent history. And we were some like, of the orchestrators of this stuff. Like exactly. we came up with different torture methods and things like that. It's disgusting. Just, yeah, it's disgusting. So yeah, we like British Empire were responsible for millions of like brutal deaths and 
all sorts of stuff that you don't even want to think about. And other people also who who have got MBEs include Jimmy Savile. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> hmm. Have they taken away his MBE? I don't know if you can take him away <laughs> once someone dies, but like, a bit questionable. Oh, gosh. They, gi- they give their pedo friends MBEs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, runs in the family. <laughs> Andrew. Um but yeah, so um, David Cameron also said there's an enormous amount to be proud of what the British Empire did. So it's like we're still timing on pretending that the British Empire was some fantastic <sighs> establishment. Like mm. we, we love to whitewash and delete history from, from yes. people's memories. And it's just yes. so embarrassing. But the older generation of like black and Asian people from different like Commonwealth countries are, they kind of celebrate these kind of achievements because they see it as black excellence or you know excellence because we're reaching different Mm -hmm. heights that their generation didn't really get to reach Mm -hmm. like the thing is though like i i get it and i and i also think like say my mum my mum talks about about getting an mbe and an obe yeah and like and like if she got one i would not be i wouldn't expect her to turn it down it'd be like no you've worked hard like yes go get it go do your celebrations like like for your generation the honor of receiving these awards like you've gone through the struggle that you know you've gone through that struggle you've gone through those times when it was literally you you came like you grew up in this country or you came to this country and it was literally the you know no blacks you no irish no dogs all of this you know like sorry other way around no dogs no irish no blacks like um you know like you came you saw you 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 lived that Mm. like you lived kind of being hunted down and chased by by mods and just being beaten up by people on the streets stuff like that you've like you've lived through all of that and you've come and you've gone and everything you've done to just get to where you are into your in your separate fields of work like I truly believe like you guys were doing bits and and I feel like I I understand why um like the older generation like celebrated and why it's still held in such high regard um Mm. and and I feel like it's a shame as well like I know I understand like with the connotations of it all and and I'm learning and understanding why maybe this isn't the best thing to be accepting Mm. but i feel uh, but then at the same time it's like it's it's just another achievement like are we getting to the point where it's like this is another achievement that we're criticizing and not letting people like have their flowers and celebrate now that they're finally being acknowledged now that they're finally being celebrated but do they need to be celebrated by people like this like well, yeah, Maybe, but like why? to them, yeah, to them, yeah, because like they've been, they've struggled so much in their fields, they've gone through all the racism, they've gone and broken down all these barriers. So, like, so for us coming behind them, you know what? Mm. It's a, it's a, that little bit easier. They've gone through, like, they've gone and put themselves in places where like people looked at them and would not w- let them be, and they've gone and gone through that struggle, and it's just like now it's kind of like 
like this and this might be like the downside as well as an upside like which i'm arguing right now it's like now they're, they're finally getting acknowledged for everything that they've gone through and they're mm. finally getting put on that same level as their white counterparts who've got their 10 years before them do you know what i mean they're finally being given that recognition and for that like i can't i can't kind of blame them for still wanting that recognition for still like because they've done everything for this country do you know what i mean Hmm. so and it's like for them to have come here for them to be like um to have been born here and be first generation to to get there it's like i can understand that immense level of being proud of oh my gosh you made it against all the odds when when I told you just go get a little job and know your place but mm. you went and was like no I'm gonna forge my place here kind of thing but so then in that, should s- we... in that sense um, in that sense I understand like with the older generation why there's this kind of level of respect and proudness and actually being like no like this is a big thing because we don't acknowledge little things anyway so and mm. it's not until we get to get up there it's not until we've been acknowledged by by like this is like one of the highest kind of awards that you can get in britain like that's when it's like no let's recognize that we've done a thing because they're not recognizing that they're doing things every day mm. but i I, st- I feel like surely it's time if we look at it to maybe think about the way we measure success so like does black excellence and like does our achievements do we have to measure them compared to what white people think is an achievement so it's like we give Mm. we give people awards because they have managed to succeed in spaces that or industries that are stereotypically white or Mm-hmm. it's like we're, it's a competition like we're we're trying to catch up and because oh this guy has done something so great and he's black I don't I don't think I just don't think that I don't think it's like I don't know I understand what you're saying like when older people yeah. are proud of it but I think it's a bit outdated now it's like yeah we get it like the, old, the older generation would have seen this as an incredible achievement but for us I feel like we need to be a bit more radical in thinking and I'm not like this isn't directed towards Marcus Rashford either but like just generally mm-hmm. like that we should be able to celebrate things in different ways rather than trying to like the member of British Empire like come on like read read the title and maybe maybe it's our generation that needs to be a bit more or think a bit more critically about these kind of labels because it's not really something that like for instance someone that I, I was like doing some research on this someone called Howard Gale he's a Liverpool football he was the first black Liverpool um, football club player and he turned it down an MBE because he said my ancestors would be turning in their graves after how the empire and colonialism have enslaved them which I just mm-hmm. think is so powerful and it's like yeah like that's how I'd kind of be feeling as well I'd feel a bit ashamed and embarrassed because like thinking of my ancestors and everything that they would have had to go through it's like I'm just like 
I'm just shrugging mm. them off. It's like, oh yeah, you went through that, but look at me now. Like I'm celebrating with the royal mm-hmm. family that the royal family who also encouraged the slave trade. It's just, oh, it's just so icky. Like I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel comfortable mm-hmm. with it. But I don't think people think of these things when they're accepting awards. They're just like, oh, this well, is great. Definitely like, not. My mum will like it. <laughs> well, because that's the thing. Because to be honest, like, don't even get me wrong. Because I can argue both sides. Like yeah. literally, I can argue both sides. But so just so we're having a balanced argument, I'll argue this side of it. <laughs> but um, like, but then at the same time, like for some people, so say like, let's say like kind of for a lot of West Indian people who came like who are like Windrush generation and they've come here. Mm. Yeah, like for a lot of people who don't fully who don't completely know their place in this world like where like you, d- you don't have roots with where you've come from stuff like yeah. that like be like kind of being recognized as a member of a british empire when like you've grown up british like what does it mean mm-hmm. to be you know like what does it mean to be british and it's just the fact that like no what actually there's people like me who are british too we built this country we did all of this you know we were invited here and you know and we've got this highest order and if you think that about like just like a lot of um because like don't get me wrong i feel like with our kind of generation we're the ones who are starting to change it and starting to question these things a lot more than our parents and our grandparents generation but like the thing is is like a lot of our grandparents and and parents like absolutely love the royal family Mm. like my granny loves the queen my granny loves the queen literally like literally like you know she watches all that she watches all of lizzie's speeches all the time Mm. like you know she's got a lot of like memorabilia and stuff like in her house and sometimes like and I and I spoke to her about when it was Prince Philip's funeral like you know I spoke to her about it and stuff like that and she was very much like she was like yeah I've been watching the funeral yeah I cried blah 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 like my granny like yeah my granny loves the queen like this is the thing she cried she cried and obviously like this queen sorry I was deep in this the other day Lizzie has been alive for so long <laughs> like I'm sorry yeah, this woman dull. has been alive for so long a long time and like even my granny was there saying yeah my granny was like oh I remember when she came to the throne I remember when the queen mother died blah 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 blah. my granny's just there talking talking about all of this and just like <laughs> how she loves the queen my granny's younger than the queen yeah but like she's just like I, I just think that like, it's just mad mm. it's it's mad like just like how long this woman has been this queen for long long time and Mm. um and a lot of like with our like grandparents generations and with the commonwealth countries like they Mm. all love the royal family they love the monarchy and Mm. it's this whole thing and it's probably like stockholders stockholm syndrome do you know what i mean like there's this there's this whole generation of people who are just in love with this country and like I think David Lammy shows a bit of it as well you know with his well mm. I want to take black English but yeah, um he loves it like <laughs> it's like yeah and it's like this generational Stockholm syndrome where like we are at this point where it's just like we're in awe of these people who did all this monstrosities on us while mm. we can um our generation can look and just be like oh you know what like this british empire ain't all that like we can't kind of 
um, look at uh, the older generation and think they're wrong yeah, for yeah. kind of having the love that they do, especially when it was like, no, what we've come and we've built this country, and yes, now you're going to recognize me. Now you're going mm. to recognize us, and and this whole thing where you know that one black person represents everyone is is yeah, that yeah. as well. And I can like I can understand why Marcus Rashford did accept it, like, and um, he's young. But I I would like to think that he's kind of gone through the pros and cons of accepting and stuff like that. And for his own reasons, there's a reason why he has accepted it. And um, and I don't think it's wrong of him. And I don't think it's... And obviously, I, and obviously I agree. Like, I agree mm. more so with people who are turning it down, of course. Mm. Because, like, we do need to be challenging these systems. But um, just to, to your point about, like, oh, there needs to be new ways of celebrating success. But it's like, what are those ways? And we've seen it, you know, with the whole kind of boycotting the Grammys and stuff like Mm. that. Yeah, like they had all this stuff where they're boycotting the Grammys, they're boycotting the Oscars. And after a few years later, they're back there. And and then it was like, they were always talking about boycotting these award shows, but they don't turn up to their own, they wouldn't turn up to the BET Awards and stuff like that. And it's just like, so you guys are talking about boycotting and how, oh, these white people are the ones who it's all rigged and all of this, but you won't even turn up for the award shows that they've put on for black excellence. They won't mm. turn up for those because you, you don't see them as, you don't hold them in high regard. Like the only way you're going to, you can like actually kind of change a system and stuff like that is if, you, if you're going to ho- hold your own awards in high regard as well mm, do you know yeah, what I mean yeah and it's the same thing like you know when um you know in, in one of I don't know what song it is Stormzy and he says about how like yeah I'm guess about winning a MOBO because I ain't won a MOBO before like yeah, he even says yeah. that and it's like so people have put him down because he was happy that he won a MOBO but it's like hold on like we need to be holding our own award shows even our own black British award shows in mm. the same high regard as yeah, as yeah. the Brit Awards. Do you know what I mean? I do, um, I do think there yeah. it just seems like there's no there's no full solution at the moment to what the perfect Not at way all. to give awards is because regardless of what happens, the people at the top are never like they never ever ever represent like the the general population or a community because it just never mm-hmm. ever seems to work like that. For instance, Mobos, I don't want to make any presumptions or anything, but I don't I don't know how like the the people who grant the awards, how many of them are like disabled, how many of them um, and mm-hmm. neurodivergent, how many of them are LGBTQ? Like we just don't know the makeup of a lot of these award shows and it's mm-hmm. like I don't think because we live in an unequal society the way that we're going to give out awards is never going to be equal so it's like no like you know when um Mac Miller won best rap album or whatever um against Kendrick Lamar and all these other people at the mm-hmm. um what what fucking award was that Grammys yeah no Grammys oh, I think it Grammy it would have been I the Grammys know. It was something no, because it was the Black Award in America. What's that? BET. BET. Oh, the BET Awards. Yeah, and like I I just think, I just think it's it's never going to work. Like (laughs) in my head, at least, I can't think of a solution. Um, Mm. But I wouldn't. Yeah, like what you're saying. I don't shame anyone for get for get uh, for accepting the awards. It's just um, one of them things because we've been conditioned to like yeah 
this to is think what that how it the is. British Empire is an amazing thing. Like most of the country think that the British Empire did great things, and um, a lot of these people that accept the awards probably do as well, and they probably see mm-hmm. MBE. Probably not of a, a lot of them actually understand what it stands for, and they yeah, think definitely. because this reg- uh, this this award is held in such high regards then I'll take it because you know I want to make my family proud etc but yeah I think it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens um over the next like 10 years whether whether there's going to mm-hmm. be more criticism um but some people that actually turn it down as well David Bowie declined he said I'd never yeah. have any intention of accepting something like that <laughs> um and then someone called um he's a poet called Benjamin um Zeph- Zephaniah? Benjamin I'm Zephaniah. So bad with name, but Zephaniah. Yeah, is that Benjamin how you Zephaniah. He's, yeah. a, he's an author. He's a um, Jamaican author. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's so. I, I've been watching some interviews of him today. He's, he seems so cool. But he said when he got given the award, one of his first poems was basically about how much he doesn't like the monarchy. <laughs> so he was like, I thought I made it clear from then I'd never accept an award um, like this. But then he said, I get angry when I hear the word empire. It reminds me of slavery, thousands of years of brutality, how my foremothers were raped and my forefathers were brutalized. Um, which is mm-hmm. like how I kind of but see then, it as well, like icky. But then the thing is, you know, like, you know, like how they they are saying like, oh, like wouldn't they know? I would never accept an award like this. But I feel like, don't you feel like they need to be accepted? They need to be um, presented with the award for them to turn to for them to turn it down, so it can be like for the gravity of it. Like it. he was no, but yeah, I know that's oh. what I mean. Like I'm talking about. Don't you think for them they like the the um like for them to be presented with the award and then for them to come back and turn it down and do that like slap in the face of the monarchy is more powerful yeah. than if they weren't if their efforts weren't even recognized at all and they weren't presented at all because I, I find it it's like you know even with like George the poet and mm. he um and the way he even kind of um he announced the way he announced that he got offered an MBE in his mm. poetry like oh guys have you heard yeah. George's podcast it's actually it's actually amazing that's um that's what I'm referring to um mm. which I really think is like the future of kind of like I think I think that would work because when I listen to have I, sorry this is a tangent when I listen to <laughs> um have, have you heard George's podcast literally like because the way he's he's talking and the way the poetry is like literally it's like it's a screenplay and I can Mm. I could visualize everything in my head and like I feel like that would go very well like with animation or I can see it in the metaverse I'm talking I'm coming back to the metaverse (laughs) because I was literally thinking about it the other day because I heard it advertised again and it was like know what the way the the way the podcast was and the way you heard the sounds and the way it Mm. was just kind of spoken it's like no like and the way the poetry was it was just very like it was very visual and I could Mm. just kind of like visualize and sense everything that was going on um but yeah guys check that out some BBC sounds I think but um to be honest like poetry amazing why don't more poets get on to podcasting because like it just seems like or even just on Spotify and Apple Music yeah it makes sense because to kind of perform yeah, like poetry books, I read them and I'm a bit like, mm, like deflated. I'm like, I, are you reading it? And it it's just because me, because I don't like, I, well, I do like reading, but um, words on a paper don't have as much impact for me 
than listening to someone say it. Like that will stick with me a bit more. So mm. I feel like, yeah, poets get on podcasting. I'd love to listen to more. To yeah. be honest. Um, but yeah. Anyway, like from sorry, going back mm. to kind of um, MBEs, it's like it's like I feel like there still needs to have that recognition of actually being offered and presented with that MBE for them to be like fuck the monarchy no I'm not accepting mm. that do you know what I mean because yeah. um, John I'm sure John Lennon was offered and he turned yeah, it down as well he was yeah yeah, yeah. Um, was Paul McCartney one or did he get have one I feel like he's got one wait maybe not let me have a look um, I don't really know but much yeah, about I him. just feel like there's this... I think oh, yeah, that, like, 90s. if we did... Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so Paul McCartney. Uh, anyway, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just feel like... Because with this, I I feel like I just never would have... I, I never would have, like, questioned MBEs unless... It, until I heard people turn them down because yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't really think anything of it like I really didn't um, before and it wasn't until like when when George the Poet had turned it down and I heard that Skepta had turned it down previously then it was like oh lots of people had turned it down and I started looking into it and then when you see that white people have been turning it down too it's like oh like I mm. feel like the gravity of that and the reasonings actually sinks in when you see like high acclaimed white people who have turned it down too and it's just like wow like Allies. people turn down <laughs> awards you think you just go and accept an award like it's like oh we're yeah, gonna give you this yeah. award and you're just like yeah whatever cool um but yeah i just find that like i think that's amazing and i feel like it's more of a it makes more of an impact it being there and people being like fuck this i'm not taking this kind of thing yeah yeah definitely and i just think it's so important that um just most people have some sort of intention behind doing things it's like i think once you get to a certain level of fame you become mm. a bit like you don't you don't want to criticize anything or you don't yeah you don't feel like you feel like you should take every opportunity and it's like slow down a minute like one minute you're you're on a mcdonald's advert then you're like doing mm-hmm. jd it's like maybe be a bit more intentional about what you're accepting and what you're mm-hmm. like inviting in now that you're at least you're financially stable like david bowie well, this level goes, like you this don't goes need to, to take influences it. as well yeah like, yeah exactly. this is very this is very good like influencers what you're seeing look love island lot you don't need to be taking every single opportunity please it in the style really, you can stop like, within the style yeah. those t-shirts with the live love laugh slogans we don't need any <laughs> more of them <laughs> oh gosh um and like yeah boohoo man deals that you haven't had no nah. collaboration with you don't need to be doing it crypto eats oh my gosh did you hear, did you hear about oh, that yeah i saw that, <laughs> <laughs> that crypto eats. you don't need party, to be investing in stuff that you just because oh. they put on a party and they've got other influencers doing it to you don't need to be investing in stuff that you have no idea about because that's still your money <laughs> It's and especially when it's in crypto no integrity. you can't you can't get your money back babes mm. um yeah mad but mm. um yeah i feel like we've given a very a very well-rounded argument on mbas yeah same and being and being part of this british empire um yeah i think i think we can bring it back to like stockholm syndrome <laughs> <laughs> 
definitely and it's just been mm. passed down through our generations because you yeah. know like through colonization like what you know like what do you expect we've just and we've had that same woman as as, our, as the heads of states for yeah yeah a very long time now the same woman has been up like i'm sorry like a lot of us have only known lizzie yeah we have <laughs> A lot of us have only known Lizzie. We've only ever known most this one woman, Lizzie. Most of us, literally, mm. most of us have known Lizzie. And things will change. Like, things are going to change soon. It's I don't crazy. think... When Lizzie's gone, I don't think this monarchy is staying here. I don't think it's Same. sticking around. I really don't. I think that's why... I think that's why Harry and Meghan ran away. Yeah. Well, there was the um, Royal Variety thing, the show... Um, yesterday night and like my friend was texting me about it and he said um like that there's not been much of a turnout from the royal family and it was literally like charles and camilla kate and william and and that was it like compared to last year like i'm sure i don't know if andrew was there but like harry and megan or the last few years when when um it was covid safe and stuff like the Mm. queen was there philip and now it's just like dwindling there's not many key like figures that people actually like anymore yeah yeah but harry and Meghan can't go there they're not royals anymore no they're not (laughs) they're not invited to be in the royal box come on now we're literally (laughs) like royal royal fucking um what do you call them royal reporters we talk about royal family so much royal reporters that's us (laughs) (laughs) oh we spoke we've spoken about them so much guys like it's mad yeah they control our life my days (laughs) the lizard people um <laughs> uh, yeah madness um sorry i need the notes what else we were looking at oh yeah so this was interesting we saw that um so apparently durham university are offering training to students who want to get into sex work part-time mm-hmm. um which is interesting which like i don't think i'm mad at i feel like it's good that the university mm. are noticing that there's a, a high demand of students who are getting into sex work who are starting only fans and all of that they're just going and doing it most likely without thinking they're just thinking oh yeah i can make extra money doing this mm-hmm. or oh i can do this and just get a bit more money to to help me yeah i don't know or about I'll you do this well. do you know someone can help me through school do you um, know girls in real life who do only fans because i know about two no. or three like I feel like it's it's very very common. Like the amount of girls that actually do sex work is very common. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it's they, common. I, they've had I don't, some trial and error like themselves. They have. There's no guide yeah. on how to do it correctly. Literally. Look, to be honest, I don't really have many friends, and I don't really know many people. So <laughs> no, they're not my friends. They're just random girls. <laughs> <laughs> so like, no, I don't really know anyone who has done. I've been, I've been told many times that I should, but these are by. <laughs> you know these horny guys who just they like my body so um i'm just like look like i can see i know that there's professionals who do this and it's like i don't need to be encroaching on professional space just because oh i want i want to try and get a bit of money like i'm not gonna go and decide oh yeah this looks easy because i don't believe it's easy at all it's gonna be just as hard as kind of becoming an influencer like 
It's not mm-hmm. easy. You have to put in a lot of work. You have to actually do a lot of grinding to do that. But people don't want to recognise that work goes into these types of things. But, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so I thought it was it's quite interesting that Durham Uni are offering training to students um, mm-hmm. because it's like there must be a lot of, like, you need to have, like... you need to be in the right mental space for one you need to have the right understanding of why you're doing it and is this actually what you want to be doing and i feel like Mm. that's just good safeguarding that the that the um uni is putting there for people who are considering to do sex work which i think Mm -hmm. is quite important to have yeah yeah same and i'm just reading some comments now a lot of older women who um work for the government have had a lot to say about this so like someone said legitimizing a dangerous industry which thrives on the exploitation um, of women isn't a good thing someone else has said that the university is badly failing its duty to protect its students and they're deeply concerned but it's like it does make me think that um we're kind of coming I don't know much about feminism, right? But I feel like this might be the next new wave where it's like the liberation of sex workers because, Mm. um, like, the older women who would probably class themselves as feminists or they they want rights for women, they're criticising the um, sex industry when really, like, there are safe ways to do things. We know about exploitation and stuff. But when a university is is being safe, then uh, Mm -hmm. this isn't this isn't badly failing this is they're doing something to protect the girls and the boys and non-binary people that are going to be involved in the sex work exactly the thing is though like um people like especially like these older women and stuff like they demonize the sex industry but the sex industry is only considered dangerous because they've made it criminal that it's mm. only dangerous like things are only dangerous when the government has ordered it to be a criminal offense that's what makes it dangerous mm-hmm. like because they can't because then this is another avenue where people can't be open about what they're doing for them to be able to be safe outright yeah. outright with Lee. so yeah exactly like what you said um the university are actually putting things in place which is going to be safer for the girls who want to Mm. who want to um, be involved in sex work yeah um, oh girls non-binary men as well yeah someone else who got um, dragged on Twitter this is where I actually saw the beginning conversations of this is unfortunately um, Diane Abbott I'm sad to say um, we love her but um her comments are a bit off yeah (laughs) she's older so we can't really blame her exactly um but so what did she say um i still love her to be honest (laughs) yeah i just think she's older she's a different generation so it's like the thing is like that generation they don't really know any better and they and it's Mm -hmm. just like you know when it's just kind of like with say with your parents or grandparents it's like they just don't understand and they just don't be malicious they're just being yeah like they're just they they lack the knowledge yeah and it just comes from a place of love but they just Mm. don't get it kind of thing yeah yeah um so she said horrific that durham university is offering training to students who want to be sex workers part-time sex work is degrading dangerous and exploitative uni should have nothing to do with it 
Um, but it, the thing is, with sex work, it doesn't have to be degrading or dangerous or exploitative. And she, the way she exactly. said it is like, it always is when yeah. it's not always. Like for some women and non-binary who are men, they find it empowering and, you know, mm-hmm. this is their way of making money. This is their thing. This is their niche. And that's what like, OnlyFans has helped for a lot of people exactly. in the sex industry. Because they're business. actually getting paid for their own for their own yeah. content. They're actually not being exploited for once. And people are actually paying to... Yeah. to you know to actually um to consume their content so it's a lot more ethical than mm-hmm. you know you know being in a porno against your yeah. will or not getting yeah. paid nothing because it's just getting shown on Pornhub exactly <laughs> so I think um it brings about like an interesting conversation definitely like I think what Durham's doing I reckon it will trickle down to a few different other universities as well mm-hmm. or I maybe think it would like, be really good if it did yeah I don't see why not like there must be like a liberal part of every university that is having these types of conversations. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think it's good that it's like actual proper training, like yeah. it, yeah. like you know, safeguarding training. Like this is official. We know that this is what you lot are doing. So let's give you the resources so you know you can actually mm. know if this is what you want to be doing. If you get make sure that your mental health is in check, all of that. Like make sure that mm. you're not being exploited. Do you know what I mean? I, I just yeah, think it's good yeah. that it's an actual official training rather than, you know, then it is just like a little group where people have come together just to yeah. chat about chat it kind about of thing. It. Yeah. Yeah. It's proper safeguarding. Actually, can I just ask just a question a quick question because mm. basically like I was listening to the receipts like the other day and I think there was a dilemma where um, yeah where the woman said her her boyfriend or a fiance or something like um, oh yeah they like paid like £800 at OnlyFans or something so like yeah, which, I saw this. which I can understand like that is a, the amount of money just to one person is a problem mm. however like mm. what do you think of like consuming content from OnlyFans like would you be annoyed if your partner did it if like because like I'm guessing with that in that case that they were getting like personalised content from this yeah, one yeah. from this one person um, from this one um, OnlyFans like person that they liked to, to um, watch but like what would so say if your man consumed mm. only fans like what would your you know like would you have a, an issue with it um it really does depend on what um how they're consuming <laughs> like if it's personal messages then hell no like i'm sorry no i'm not comfortable with that um and if it's like little chats here and there then no um yeah if it's what if it was like a personalized feet feet picture like he no, was I'd like, like no. he was like oh um i would like you to send me this and like he was like personalized he requested exactly what he wanted from them kind of thing and they'll just send pictures why can he not ask me for that i've got feet yeah but yeah but like he likes to consume it through his only fans subscription well then I'll set up an OnlyFans. You can pay me through OnlyFans <laughs> for pictures of my feet. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like you're not your feet aren't cutting it. Like he's got used oh, to that's these it. feet. That's he likes to masturbate over these feet. Nah, that's that's too much. My feet should be enough for you. My feet should be enough because if my feet aren't enough, what else isn't enough? Oh, like now all of a sudden oh, you're looking for someone this, with but big this boobs. But, but this doesn't have to come back to you. It does. It becomes personal. It doesn't have to have anything to do with you. 
Yeah, but he didn't see. Yeah, he's he, maybe it's not. It's not that he doesn't like your feet. It's just that, like, he can get your feet in real life, but he wants to just masturbate over the OnlyFans feet. No, no, <laughs> no. But then, if he but if he was looking at porn, just looking at feet porn, would that be an issue? Or is it just an issue it's, because it's OnlyFans and they have no, a bit more accessibility? No, when it's when it's personalised, that's my problem. Um, mm-hmm. When it's personalised, to be honest, OnlyFans is a weird one because one of my friends, I don't know if she listens, and I don't think she'll mind me saying because I'm not going to bring her name into it. But one of her exes was um, he followed loads of OnlyFans girls on Instagram, like loads mm-hmm. of them, and he'd like loads of their pictures and I don't think she would she knew if he used it or not and that for her was a problem because it's Mm -hmm. like I don't even know like I I don't know really like why it was a problem for her but I understand it like I get it Mm -hmm. um so just the idea I think it's the whole personalized aspect where it's like you can pay this specific girl money and follow her on social media yeah and accessibility you can you can see what she's up to on her day to day it's just a bit too much like everyone's a bit too close like and you you have the mm-hmm. opportunity to like DM her if you want to DM her or yeah it's it's basically virtually cheating like that is cheating when you're entertaining someone else or you're interested in someone else and you're actually um you're paying them and you're actually um you have the intention of getting to know them more or, or finding out more about their life because you're attracted to them then for me that's kind of cheating like that's not that's not mm-hmm. cute <laughs> what about and you and do you, you well you keep the same level to like instagram when they're following lots of instagram girls as well isn't it i don't check anymore but <laughs> still just generally just, like, just if I knew in that, general in general <laughs> yeah like if i was sitting next to like my imaginary husband and he was like uh he was looking at his following list and there was girls 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 i'd be like what the fuck like who are all of these people yeah i think it's a bit mm-hmm. too like this is why i don't like dating right now honestly like everyone's too <laughs> interlinked and everyone follows like oh, i'm just sick of like of everyone being too close i just don't like it like <laughs> there's too much like this is why i need someone who doesn't have social media <laughs> oh gosh um yeah but then you'll think they're weird because they don't have social media i know anyway, i know and, like, and there's no way get your memes <laughs> yeah oh shit they won't yeah, what, what do anyway, you think yeah so like my opinion i think i don't mind them being on OnlyFans. i don't mind if they had like a certain person that they kind of look at on only fans mm. and that they want to give their money to i think i get what you mean about the personalized like if you're having conversations i don't think you should be having conversations with mm. with someone that you're getting that content from because that is where it kind of crosses a line because mm. it's like okay you're you are getting a bit more personal but i think but i think i feel like i would just think oh I like that you're ethical. Like, okay, with the way you with the way you watch porn, you want to be ethical about it. You're not just like, oh, let me just find something in Pornhub quick time. You're actually thinking about, like, you actually got that aspect where it's like, oh, wait, like, I want some proper content where it's like, yeah, like, mm. and I want but to be able to pay for that girl. content. Yeah, I feel like I don't mind that. Because I feel really? like oh you're, you're like you're the way you choose your porn is conscious is conscious, so it's like you consciously said you want to look at this 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 um, OnlyFans girl, 
and you're kind of into this thing where it's like actually I like just giving my money because I like their content kind of thing rather than you're just consuming 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 all different types of whatever and you know just getting free access and stuff do you not think that's a bit too close though like he has a crush on this girl basically because he's subscribed to her profile so he's paying her um for to see yeah. you know specific content i fancy about, lots of people yeah but he's actually putting money in her pockets would you would you expect him to yeah. then be giving you money and buying you gifts to like compensate or would you just not you don't really care mm. Not to compensate, because like they can do what they want with their money, as long as you're, mm. as long as like, like the thing is like I won't be dating someone who's broke. Like if they're broke because they're just spending money on OnlyFans girls, well we won't be dating because you can't take me out anywhere, mm. and you can't be doing the things. As long as you're still doing the things that for me in real life, like I'm not gonna like I don't have a problem. Like hey, go on, you look at your OnlyFans girls, it's fine. And then like, and mm. I'll just make my comments. Like I was just making my comments. I'm like oh. You go to your OnlyFans girl, yeah, mm, okay. And like, I'll just make, I'll just make side comments and stuff, and shame and like shame them. What about if the girl but doesn't look like you? Like so. complete different body shape, uh, different skin color, different hair texture. Do you think you'd? Would you um, take that personally? No, because I don't think that's something personal for me to take. That's just what he likes to see on OnlyFans. Like, because that's the thing. I feel like because you're seeing them as these girls as accessible people i'm not seeing them as accessible because i'm like please that girl ain't gonna date you like mm. <laughs> don't get it twisted that girl ain't coming near you but like for me i'm just kind of like i'm not i'm not taking it as a personal issue i'm not taking that as oh she looks like this and i look like this so that means you don't like me i'm just thinking like look she looks like that she ain't gonna date you in a million years i'm mm-hmm. here and i know i look good anyway so like i don't like i i feel like in that sense there's no comparison in the yeah. sense but that comes down to obviously like i feel like when i when i'm like with my insecurities i don't feel insecure in that way so my yeah, insecurities yeah. don't don't come from oh this girl is really pretty and he fancies this girl because it's like no what yeah. i fancy that girl too <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Thing. So, like, I can recognize people being pretty. Like, so I feel like this is, I feel like there's different types of insecurity. I can understand why, yeah. you, like, other people feel, might feel like, oh my gosh, if you like that person, then why would you like me? Um, yeah, because I'm insecure yeah, in that so, sense. Like, that that is yeah. what triggers me. Like, you, you fancy someone that looks nothing like me. That is my yeah. trigger. But um, your trigger is probably something like, that's completely different to that but for me that's yeah like, i feel like i'll cry my, i'll sob myself to sleep yeah because i feel like with kind of my insecurities they come up in the sense of like like say if i feel like someone's questioning my character kind of thing mm. and it's like oh am i really am i someone who i didn't think i was and that's where my mm. insecurity comes in where it's just like hold on you you think i'm this like like when i guys when i told you guys that story about the guy who i was just a bitch to like i was like <laughs> know what this guy can turn around and openly say i'm a bitch because i'm being a bitch to him and i don't like it because yeah. <laughs> i'm mm. not i don't see myself <laughs> as a bitch but i know i can mm. be so in that sense it was like actually like i need to dead it because this isn't the type of person I am and I can't have people yeah. questioning questioning my character kind of thing mm. and telling me I'm something that I'm not kind of thing. So I feel like that's how 
my insecurities work or say if I'm doing so much for someone and they just don't recognise that that's where yeah. my insecurities come from like I'm not doing enough kind of thing when it's just like yeah. hold on I'm everything <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah oh it's crazy because I just thought that insecurity that I have is one that every girl has but it's like mm-hmm. it can be different for everyone yeah I think I think it depends on kind of how you see your self-worth in a sense like because like, yeah I maybe guess, i put too much um value in appearance in my appearance rather than well, look at me now i look like a fucking mess but just generally like you don't look a mess <laughs> i mean my matching pajamas yeah but your up, pajamas but... are really nice i would wear those <laughs> thank <out>. you <laughs> <laughs> they're so nice they're like satin they're so cute yeah um, they're very cute she's yeah, telling me that she I... looks a mess so her hair's in like this neat bun and everything <laughs> no i just she's got, I she's got that that's, neat that's messy what... bun <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's what I kind of assume it's, it's also like a male gaze thing because I assume that like mm-hmm. any attractive any attractive girl can like steal my man and that like I still don't think that like I've got yeah, a good person I'm kind of like a girl can be any type of attractive but there ain't no way that my man's leaving me just for it just for a pretty face because i got mm. the body no i'm joking but um <laughs> but like this is the thing it's like i don't think like my man can't just leave me just for a pretty face because i'm sorry like i've got everything else do you know what mm. i mean like it's not enough for you to just leave me for a pretty face so if someone was cheating on me like it would be like i'll be really upset because i know they can't just be cheating on me just because they thought that girl was buff if they are cheating on me just because oh, okay. i thought that girl was buff i'm just like excuse me are you okay <laughs> like you really wanted to risk all of this just because you saw mm. a pretty face and a nice bum mm. that ain't even as nice as mine are you all right yeah. like literally that, yeah. that's what kind of goes through my head it's just like and it's kind of like no what that's a you problem because you didn't even try and see what kind of person she was before and like yeah. I think that's yeah. a major disrespect because I don't think a pretty face can just take someone away from me but mm. um but as well I can't even blame you for Mm. kind of feeling like in that way when we've grown up in a world of social media because all we see is pretty faces all we get told is like all we see is these pretty girls getting cheated on all the time and it's just like well that to me says that these pretty girls don't really have much going for them that's why other pretty girls can take can (laughs) can steal their man Mm. so, so that's why in my opinion it's like my man can't get stolen from me because like I'm not just a pretty face and I'm not just brass yeah. and ass you know like it helps but I'm not just that <laughs> like, yeah yeah that's true I yeah. think um, I think it's just generally I was speaking to my friends that I went to school with like one of my best friends we were the only two mixed girls in our year group like there was no black girls and we were talking about how at school because no one fancied us throughout school mm-hmm. we naturally just felt inferior to white girls and that's just still playing like in my life now where Mm -hmm. like because I've spoken to guys who have um like told me that like I'm kind of like their type and stuff like that but then uh, they've like cheated on me for instance with white girls with blonde hair and blue eyes it's Mm -hmm. just that constant thing in my head that I'm like I I, Which, I know I'm not inferior, but yeah, for, for in some guys' eyes, I am, and then mm-hmm. that just See, is always that, that, with me. 
and mm. even that that is very understandable I can understand it because in my head like I grew up with kind of like a similar feeling but mm. for me where I went to school like those guys aren't going to be checking me anyway so for me mm. now it's like okay I'm in this space where and majority of people I end up dating are African the few the few mm. Caribbean guys who I might date like they're anon they're anonymously anomalies to me. Yeah. And I and I tell yeah. them to their face. I tell them that like, oh yeah, Caribbean men don't like black girls. I'll say it to their faces. <laughs> and <laughs> because it's like in my experience that's the truth. And then even when they go and kind of look through their families and kind of think back at things, think back of their Caribbean friends, they're kind of like, oh, like no I can understand why you feel that way but they'll yeah. be like but then like these Caribbean men are very much like they only really date black girls they only really like black girls kind mm. of thing and yeah. and that's the thing like with who I know I attract and that for me I'm now in this space where it's just like I know I'm only gonna attract people who only like black girls kind of thing who, yeah, who yeah. majority will date black girls whereas kind of with you with your experience especially being mixed race like you're getting people who are fetishizing you're getting people who mm. are like oh they want to try something they want just something a mm. bit exotic they like the racial ambiguous bullshit and it's mm. that whole thing of and even like when you get the the black men who are anti-black who it's like they either only date mixed race or they only date mixed race and white girls or it's like they you know they're testing yeah. waters like the testing waters we're going almost black by dating someone mixed race kind of thing and it's just like yeah what is going on it's just mad because i've even told you like i date this guy well actually we went on one date and he's nigerian actually and I asked him I'm never asking guys this question again but I asked him what's your type and like the first this thing is he the said thing, was yeah. stop asking I, like <laughs> okay sorry sorry just sorry to cut you sorry to interrupt but please people please start asking this question like yeah, just, I, just assume that you are the type of the person yeah, who is interested in you like because like you asking the question what is your type like literally like I don't know if people ask this question hoping that someone's gonna like kind of like yeah. kind of like compliment them kind of talk them up be mm. like yes you're my type you're everything yeah, but like, it's like what when do you, you want get from told it? the truth mm. yeah when you get told the truth like don't be upset because you <laughs> asked the question and now you can't yeah. be angry at a man for being truthful at least he's telling yeah. the truth and he's not mm -hmm. just telling you some bullshit you want to hear and I don't yeah. know what good comes from knowing what someone's type is no it's never good it's never good don't ask them what their type is their celebrity crush um don't ask them anything like that because you're gonna get hurt <laughs> either crush. way when they say when they say scarlett Look, johansson what made you ask for their Margot celebrity Robbie. crush scarlett johansson for fuck's sake like what made you ask them ask them what's your celebrity crush no, that's not that's not a go-to i don't ask them much but say if i'm watching a film or something it might just be small talk like i don't know what else to say but you know i'm not dating so this stuff doesn't happen anymore guys <laughs> oh gosh um, yeah so anyway this guy his response to what is your type was the first thing that he said not even anything to do with personality he was like I normally date white girls and I I, I was speechless I didn't know what to say like we were we were actually sunbathing we were like having a little picnic on the grass and I was just laying there looking at the sky like I want someone to swallow me up. Like, I can't deal with this. And then um, I just grunted. I was like, hmm. I didn't really know what else to say. And then he was like, well, I'm actually, like, I actually have a lot more in common with white girls than black girls. Like, black girls can be quite loud. And I just went, huh? Like, I was like, what? 
Like, and then Ooh, he was like, yeah, like, I, I like traveling, blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, what, black girls don't travel? And I should have said something a bit more. Like, I should have been a bit more of I mean, black girls are traveling more than these black men. <laughs> Trust me. That's so literally. true. Because like, um, well, like, the, biggest, the more, biggest group of people who solo travel are women. Mm. And women travel yeah. more than men just in general. So, like, and these black men aren't traveling. You don't see them. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think what kind of um got to me with that situation was initially when mm-hmm. we were texting and stuff, like um he was talking about me being mixed, which is again a red flag. Like stop fucking talking about my skin yeah. colour all the time. But um he was talking about me being mixed and he was like, Oh, do you get much attention? Because one of his girl best friends is mixed girl and he was like, Yeah, she always gets those attention and I was like, Oh like That sounds like that know. sounds like an insecurity for him. So just like how you asked <laughs> what's his type, he's asking, Do you get much attention? I feel yeah, like people show yeah. their insecurities by the questions that they ask because yeah, even kind of with that's like something when, to observe. yeah when I've been kind of dating people and like they'll ask me certain questions like I've noticed that I've noticed that there's some guys who will ask about they'll always ask you oh how's how's dating going how's hinge going oh mm. have you met many people oh blah yeah, blah blah yeah and they're trying to gauge if you're sleeping with people if you're mm. dating a lot of people if you manage to get on a lot of dates because they don't like competition and this is the thing with men men can't stand competition and men won't compete yeah they'll mm. remove themselves from the race before they compete because they don't want to lose whereas like and this is why like this is why women like you need to multi-date but just like you yeah. know like let let them know that obviously that obviously you're high in demand mm. but like like and no, I'm not even going to say don't scare them off because like scare them off if they if they scare easily they're not for you. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> like, like they can't expect you to be sitting and waiting know, like, for them to do a magic trick. Exactly. And this is a thing. Like that's what they want. They want you to be surprised mm. by their trick every time. And it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like know what? Look, show me that you're the best in this competition and don't worry, my attention will be all on you, baby. But like if you're yeah, not if you yeah. can't even do that, if you can't keep my attention, like then don't hate don't hate the player, hate the game. Like literally is it mm-hmm. that's literally what it is because I like there's this whole conception of these men just want like women who like this quote unquote pure woman you know who's Mm. only interested in them only going to be with them so then they can break their heart kind of thing and it's just like as soon as they feel like that's not the person like say I am for example Mm. then that's when they get scared that's when it's just like oh well like I had someone actually talking to me on the phone and he was Mm. saying to me about um oh yeah I feel like with dating women women shouldn't be women shouldn't have loads of options blah 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 he actually said that to me and I came back to him and I was like well why why shouldn't why shouldn't women have options I can't Mm. go and put all my eggs in your basket like what Mm. if I what if I don't like you kind of thing what if we don't get along blah 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 like I have to date a few people before before I decide who I want to be with kind of thing and he was there kind of saying yeah but like women get too and he was trying to say how women get too emotional blah 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 so that really like women shouldn't be having loads of options and i'm like look women get emotional emotional. and i was like like, women get emotional men cry when their football team loses we don't get too fucking emotional (laughs) (laughs) but i was just like look I, I, I was kind of said, look, you can make that argument, but kind of in situations, in my past situations and situations, even talking to other women, 
it seems like the problem is is that like I, I've I've heard women who have been successful in dating and they dated around and they made sure that that time around they didn't put all their eggs in one basket because that first basket was like that first basket was broken and it was boring and it was shit as mm. fuck so all their eggs fell out do you know what I mean so that's why they had to multi-date and then they found one person they could see what type of person they liked yeah. and then they found their person that they wanted to be with so mm-hmm. I was like you you saying that women shouldn't multi-date is like you is like you saying that I should only just have my eyes just on you, wait until you you um have interest. Stop multi dating. Yeah. And then and then wait until you fuck up for them me to be upset to go try and date one per one random person again. Like how what if I what if we go on a date and I decide that oh I don't really like how you talk or what mm. if you're walking ahead of me, you know, when we walk into the <laughs> restaurant, you know, stuff like that. You know, like mm. You know, those red flags you don't see when you're chatting to someone. Yeah, it's but true. But there's just it's this true. thing where men get territorial very quickly. And mm. um, <laughs> even with a guy that um, I've been on a couple of dates with, like, like, I'd, I, like, I literally paused him yesterday. And he was like about, what do you mean you only paused it yesterday? And I was like, well, I don't know you. Why would I pause it Jesus. straight away? <laughs> like, yeah, and, I, and, yeah. I, and right now I've paused it because there's a lot of people I'm talking to. <laughs> there's too many <laughs> at this moment. So it's just like, no, what? Well, I'm talking to lots of people and I'm going to see which one, which one, which one's the basket is best. So like, I need yeah, to go on a few yeah. dates to see that. But um, yeah, that's another thing that I've noticed. Men, like they've been kind of asking that question kind of hint and I feel like, they're doing it in a sense of they want this pure quote unquote pure woman who doesn't sleep mm. around all of that blah 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 which I think that's that's all well and good but just say it outright and I'll tell you I'm not the one for you and you can keep it yeah. stepping you know yeah <laughs> that's yeah, just not it's how true. it's going <laughs> that is not how it's going down with me I'm really sorry um <laughs> but um yeah like yeah I'm that's it's interesting with the questions that people ask I feel I really do yeah, feel definitely. like you need to kind of kind of see what questions people are asking and you you see where their insecurities lie um, yeah 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 it was weird though because he asked me that and then he I kind of because he was like I, I I said that like yeah I get an okay amount of attention blah 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 I said something and then he was like um Oh, I mentioned about how um, black guys fetishize me. And then he was like, oh, well, I'm kind of like the opposite. And um, from that, like he said something else. From that, I kind of got the idea that... Well, no, because I thought he meant I like black girls. So I was like, oh, this is this is kind of different. Like I'm dating a black, uh, a black guy who actually likes black girls and like I'm not normally his type so I was like okay like let I'll, I'll date him and then I turned up to the fucking date and he's like oh my type's white girls I was like oh great <laughs> I misread every single sign like I can't, I can't do this anymore <laughs> I'm done he's the opposite he fetishizes white women instead of black mm. <laughs> honestly he bought me sushi though but that was that was the highlight of my experience with him <laughs> he bought you sushi oh gosh he bought yeah. you sushi and you had a picnic for fuck's sake the bar is well, we had sushi first I don't think I can't remember if it was a picnic or we were just laying on grass I can't remember oh, the bar's <laughs> even lower I know I'm joking I'm joking honestly I, I'm joking but I'm not joking this is I'm retired guys yeah <laughs> don't worry like she's retired so then she can she can take tips later when she's ready <laughs> 
I have no energy for this. I She's just going like, back in the game honestly, bigger and better. <laughs> all I want, right? I've said this so many times. All I want is someone who is kind and compassionate, intelligent and funny. And no man is three of them. No man is all of them three things at once. And I don't understand no, why so right. it's fucking easy. No, it's very hard like, to find them. And it's like, very intelligent. I mean, emotional because, like, intelligence. A lot of guys and don't have a sense of humour. Yeah, yeah, and that. Like, where is your humour? There's there's a lack of humour in a lot of men right now. I, and I'm not ba- man bashing, mm. as I s- I've said before, but like, there no, is a lack of sense of humour. Like, like, we I told be you last laughing. week, we're not man bashing. <laughs> I'm going to tell you every week because I'm not. It's just my personal experience. Guys aren't funny. Like guys can't crack jokes and make me laugh from my belly. Like mm. my best friends can, but like why can no one else? Like I'm so confused. And then Literally. on top of that, intelligence. Why? Why? Why do so many of you lead girls on? Like you have no emotional intelligence. Why is it? Oh, like I want you to meet my friends. Meet my friends. Meet my family. Blah blah blah. I meet all of them, and then you're like, oh, that's actually, so weird. I feel I like know. I feel like because I don't know because that that was very weird that situation and I don't like because I've never met any guy's mm. friends <laughs> I've or met a few family. this is my fucking thing I've met a few guys <laughs> friends and then all of a sudden I've they're like met... their friends must all fucking hate me like I don't know what what the problem is no their friends <laughs> don't hate you this is they invite every they invite random girls to meet their friends all the yeah. time that's it <laughs> that's like, it they're just used to it I'm just it's another just like, one oh, yeah basically like sorry to say but yeah basically like i feel like if you're meeting their friends and family very soon like they like every girl every girl has met his friends and family it's not it's not a big deal so literally and like whatever their friends and family say like oh yeah he doesn't usually bring it's a lie it's a fucking (laughs) lie <laughs> Their like, parents are I'm, lying to me. Literally, I'm sorry. Like, I don't expect to meet any any guys, friends, or family unless they're a fr- family friend or something. Yeah, I don't mm. expect to be meeting any guys, friends, or family before they've even asked me to be their girlfriend. I yeah, don't expect that's, it. That's definitely a rule. Definitely. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, not testing the waters. See if my family get on with you. Fuck off. Like, no, like, I'm sorry, you choose. Like, you should, I'm sorry, you should have an idea of how someone's personality is if they're going to get along with your your family and if they're going to get along with your mother, kind of thing. You should have some kind of idea. You know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely. There shouldn't be any kind of second guessing or anything. And as well, by the time, like, another red flag, but this is kind of more for, um, whatchamacallit more for like situationship wise not situationship wise more for kind of I don't know when you're a bit younger or whatever if any guy Mm. if you're someone's girlfriend yeah but they don't want to tell their their parents about you and they don't want to be telling their friends about you kind of thing and it's like you're kind of secret that's a red flag also like why they Mm -hmm. shouldn't be embarrassed to talk to like their parents about you but I think like I will put that to down to being younger when I was in that mm. situation like it's a very kind of school mentality so like yeah 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 and I just feel like actually like being in a relationship doesn't have to be a secret when you're over 18 years old <laughs> so like I, I feel like there can be <laughs> transparency um so yeah that's that's another thing so it works yeah for those are both ways um yeah. Yeah. Interesting. 
okay yeah. we've done should a lot we, of chatting should we end it here yeah yeah should we in- inject it inject some things mm-hmm. yeah go on yeah, you go, you go first because oh no, I'm, I'm trying to think of one <laughs> I haven't prepared anything. Okay, um, okay. Let me... Uh, okay, I'll try to think. Hold on. I'm going to go just, just like, adding on to that. Like, yeah. when... You know what? Just, like... Actually, I think I'm going to go on the insecurities thing. But I just yeah. feel like... If you... Go with your gut when it's kind of, like, trying to think of things... No, this is on everything. So, like, mm-hmm. trust your gut when it comes to, like, know what, um, say if if you if you feel like something's feeling uncomfortable to you or say if, like, someone's asking you questions and it's kind of like, no, that sounds like that's a you problem. Like, that's actually got nothing to do mm-hmm. with me, you know? So, like, maybe, like, they're placing their insecurities onto you. Like, go with your gut and actually just take a step back and think, mm, is this something that I want to kind of, like deal with this is this something that i can yeah personally actually handle to to like get you through this or is this actually going to end up being a burden on on yourself kind of thing because mm. no it's not every day like be doing up you know just be doing up like playing into other people's insecurities you know and um just like yeah go go with your gut trust your gut and actually kind of think is this something that i want to deal with if it's not like it's okay to remove yourself it's yeah. okay to kind of think that that's the reason why you don't want to date someone if they're insecure about like you know if you can tell from what they're saying that they don't want to date someone who is also multiple dating then it's like okay mm. then i'm not the girl for you like there's lots of girls who who do want to put um, all their eggs in one basket. There's lots of girls who, like... um, And there's also lots of girls... Because I feel like um, one of the main reasons guys ask this is that is more to do with sex. There's a lot of girls who are practising celibacy. So, like, Mm -hmm. and, you know... But then it's it's weird because it's like those guys... It's like they don't want someone celibate, though. Do you know what I mean? They want a freak. Yeah, what they're requesting, they're requesting for you not to be sleeping with other people, but they don't want... Mm. But when it comes to them, they don't want you to be celibate. And it's just like, that's their insecurity that they need to be working out themselves. That's not on you. If you choose to be celibate, like, you can do... You do you, you know, and do things for the reasons why you want to do it. There are going, there are men out there who who actually who are also practicing celibacy and also actually would be like, you know what, I'm gonna take you seriously because you're 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 you know you're the fucking shit. So like, mm-hmm. um, I just feel like go with your gut when you kind of see those little things, like you know, make a mental note and kind of think this is a potential red flag. So right now I've kind of got that in my mind right now. So next time I'm gonna run for the hills because we don't mm. have time to be wasting on, on um, emotionally immature people. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's mine. So true. So true. Um, I think mine is um, just simple. Um, don't chase. Don't chase anything. Like what's yours will come to you with with hard work. Obviously, like. Um, not everything mm-hmm. is easy but just don't try too hard like sometimes you can just sit back go with your own flow and mm-hmm. do things at your own pace just don't force things and don't chase yeah definitely that, I think that's a good one but yeah mm. thank you guys for sticking with us this week's episode um, 
yeah you can find us at inject it underscore pod on instagram and twitter we are tweeting again we are posting again on instagram um mm-hmm. and Hooray. yeah and you know tweet us get involved in our conversations guys like you know you know like it would be nice mm. if you tweeted us be. once in a while you can dm us tell also your friends. our dms are open tell your friends about yeah. us come on let's get people listening like it's like we're getting close to a year guys we're getting close to that episode 52 you know that's mm. madness how mad is it's that it's crazy it it's is. not far like it's so close it's not far at all it's already it's mid-november already yeah and we've got so many fun things lined up like our list of topics yeah. is endless yeah and we're gonna and if just you have start... any topic suggestions like yeah, come, come on, to you us can suggest guys. topics and stuff like that we've got tons and... though <laughs> yeah we've got we've got a million but um yeah guys just kind of just hit us up let us know how what you think also give us a five star review on apple Podcasts, and um yeah, I'm Alexandra at A-L-X-N-D-R underscore N-I-C on Instagram. I'm Diana at D-E-A-N-N-N-A-B underscore on Instagram. Go and look at our profiles and let us yeah, know we're cute. how sexy we are. We're cute <laughs> as fuck, you know. And you I can mean, see what these men are missing out on. Uh, or see what these men keep commenting about when they're like, I like your body. It's like, fuck off. <laughs> I've got a face <laughs> and a yeah, personality. <laughs> and my See Instagram is actually quite about. interesting. I like your skin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, CBA. Literally. Yeah, your Instagram's interesting. I like your skin, We've got you know, mad. In it. <laughs> Fuck off. Get out. <laughs> it's just ugh, makes me yeah. sick. But don't worry, we're not man bashing. Like not. I feel like I feel like these men just go to saying they just love to say that women man bash. Even if because I'm sorry, we even had an have had an episode where we were talking about our toxic traits as women, mm. but still you guys mm-hmm. are saying that we're man bashing, and it's like we even injected our own toxic traits being women. Yeah, yeah, and, and still we're well, man bashing. We promote therapy, like we we talk about not being perfect, but like men not all men obviously but a lot of men don't seem to want to change their fucking yeah, annoying ways their perceptions <laughs> at all yeah but don't worry we're not man bashing anyway um, <laughs> we can't call this episode that again so we're not going to anyway thank you guys for listening number two um, <laughs> thank you guys for listening we hope that you enjoyed this episode and you know join us again next week we will be here yeah mm-hmm. bye guys bye